Welcome to the Restoration Church weekly podcast. Please take a minute to subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And be sure to download the Church Center app. This is the best way to stay connected and up to date with all that's happening at Restoration Church. Most importantly, we hope the following message will help draw you closer to Christ. Thanks for listening. It may be your 10th anniversary, but the first time anybody had a thought about was 20 years ago, 2003. I was a pastor at uh, First Baptist Church of Newtown at the time, later became known as Grace Point. We had just broken ground on a brand new building, and we thought we'd better clarify where we were going. So we went through a vision process that took the whole of 2023. I went back and I looked in my notes that I have in my office. I kept copious notes of that whole process. And by the time we produced the vision statement that was ultimately approved by the congregation unanimously in December of that year, we had gone through eight different drafts. Uh, testing it with different groups of people and getting their input and doing revisions. And it was interesting to me to find in the very first draft, there was mention of a church plant, that we had uh, this idea that our vision would be that we will bring glory to God in our community by meeting the needs of others out of love for Christ. And then we started thinking, well, what are things that people need? And, and down in the document, it said somewhere, well, one of the things people need is to be part of something bigger than themselves. And that's where the idea of planting a church somewhere in our region uh, came into our heads. It was in the third draft that we got so bold as to say, we're going to plant a church within five to seven years. And uh, somewhere around the seventh draft, just before it went final, we kind of chickened out a little bit. And we still talked about having our people. And, and as you mentioned, 75 Grace Pointers were part of that original church plant. But we talked about having our people uh, doing this, this thing of being involved in a church plant somewhere in our region. Well, that was, that was done in 2003. So in 2003, people at Grace Point were thinking about this idea of a church plant. But then things got really, really busy. You know, We moved into a new building in 2004. Uh, Emily and Ross got married in 2004. Nobody knew that they were going to be part of that church plant. We didn't have Levittown. We didn't have Restoration Church. We didn't have Emily and Ross in mind at all. It was just this seed of an idea. And, and uh, then in 2007... After nearly 23 years of ministry at Grace Point, I left to go to um, Bethel Seminary in Minnesota to work. And one of the, my regrets about leaving then was that we hadn't followed through on that church plant thing yet. Uh, and so it would have to be left to my successor, Chris McCluskey, uh, and, uh, and his pastor of mission, Brian Weber, to, uh, to do the, the hard work of mobilizing the church to do that church plant. And, uh, you know, there's kind of a God thing in here, because if I had stayed at Grace Point, we couldn't, uh, Grace Point could never have hired Ross to be the church planter, because we had a policy about hiring relatives. And so I had to leave to go to Minnesota for those four years so that Emily and Ross could come here to, uh, to do the church plant here at Restoration Church. You know, I just love what God is doing here. And I think back to that original vision statement that Grace Point had, that we will bring glory to God in our community by meeting the needs of others out of love for Christ. Well, you know what? The, the, a golden strand of that DNA 
carries right through to this church because that's what we see you doing. Meeting the needs of others in this community out of love for Christ and thereby bringing God glory. Whether it's through, you know, your shared meals or through Treehouse or through your Be Rich program at Christmas time and soon to come uh, the bridge, uh, you are bringing glory to God in this community by meeting the needs of others out of love for Christ. So congratulations on your 10 years of great ministry. We pray that God will continue to give you impact in this region for Jesus' sake. And uh, it's my privilege to introduce uh, Brian Weber, the president of Converge Mid-Atlantic, who at the time was the pastor of mission at Grace Point Church and led the charge to make this all happen. Thank you, Dave. Thank you. Yeah, I, that's that's a tag that's a tag team uh, right there because um, I I recall that uh, right for, um, precisely around uh, uh, 2007 2008 or so um, we as a team and the elders at Grace Point were thinking about oh what's a five year vision for the future what are we going to do um, to to push out this vision in specific ways and that's when um, uh, this idea of planting a new church started to brew again. And so my role there is overseeing um, outreach and community outreach and global outreach in different fashions. So I, I remember seeing that meeting. It's like, oh, I guess it's my job to figure out how to do that. <laughs> and uh, I know a lot of people were involved in it, but I was certainly the uh, person um, dreaming about it, researching, calling, working on it from a week-to-week basis long before uh, Ross and Emily came from, from Minnesota. And uh, there's a lot of memories that I, that I remember during that time. One of the things, though, as we... <laughs> there was this proverbial box I had. It wasn't all just box things were on the computer and stuff, but there was this proverbial box of about like uh, a year or more, maybe two years or more of work that when uh, Ross finally came on as the uh, um, the in- intern church planter, I was like, okay, Ross, here it is. It's all for you at this point. But we kept working uh, together, but me much more in a supportive role at that point. But one of the, one of the things I remember um, was uh, as we were getting closer and closer, is uh, people in the congregation would would come to me and they say, just stop me in the hallway and say, Brian, we've been talking about this church this church plant for a while, and it's going to be it's going to be close to my neighborhood. Maybe I'm supposed to maybe I'm supposed to be a part of this thing, and that would happen again and again and again, and it just made me smile um, because it was a, a dream that was becoming. A reality by God's grace, by God's grace. I, I was reflecting on um, what embodies this this church, and I, it seems to me that you reflect your name really quite well. Um, one of the memories here is that um, you know this was a vacant building, it had been a church that had a heyday and met lots of needs of people in the 70s and 80s, but by the time um, we came around, it was um, a mostly empty. Um, building, and we had uh, talks with the Presbyterian um, eldership about um, acquiring the building. And there was a lot of work to do in terms of taking what was old and making it new again, and uh, ripping out carpets and finding chairs. And uh, the carpet squares that I laid are still in the in the kids' classroom downstairs, so that's fun. I, I had to make sure I looked at that to see it. Um, it was a physical thing that represented a spiritual thing 
that was happening. Um, old things were being made new again. And the Lord had led us to this section of Levittown um, because it hadn't seen a, a, a new expression of Christian community for quite some time. And yet when the barbecue started to happen and the free sale and the hay rides through, through the community, there was an eagerness and excitement and a curiosity about what this whole thing, you know, was, was all about. And you guys have been doing that kind of thing again over the last 10 years and again and again. And even today, taking an old thing, an old 7-Eleven, and making it a new thing. There's a, a, a pastor that I know in Philadelphia, he calls that practicing the resurrection. It's a physical thing, but it represents a spiritual thing. For God, this is the work of God. Scripture says, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old is gone, the new has come. All of this is from God. All of this is from God. All of this is from God. So my challenge is to keep going. Keep taking old things and making them new. And watch what the Lord does in that, in that effort. So because I have a microphone, I'm the first to get to share what I thank God for restoration. I thank God for restoration because the restoration with a big R in here, but I'm thinking of it in sort of like the little R, the, res- the restoration that God is doing in lives. He's taking old things and he's making them new and he's doing it through people and he's doing it through the local church and he's doing it through this place. Hey, any new work, now that I work with uh, Convergement Atlantic, and uh, my role in many ways is to help other churches get started. So you guys were kind of my guinea pigs. Thank you for that. We started 15 new churches in, uh, since 2020. Uh, Emily is, is on our team, and she's a big part of making that happen um, as well. And we know through our work that one of the primary ways that, that this happens is by calling um, missionary workers, leaders, and great leaders embody God's spirit and create vision. And I just want you to know that God has provided for you in this place great leaders in Pastor Ross and Emily Manders. And um, they are doing such a great job. We are so blessed to have them here. And I want to invite them back up to you. And as I do, can you give them a round of applause just for their tremendous leadership in all of this work? Very kind. Very kind. Thank you, Dave and Brian. Yeah, thank you so much. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Important to remember the roots. It is and absolutely. The yeah. And the people that brought it all. Yeah. I mean, I think of uh, what Paul wrote to the Ephesians, right? Like God has prepared in advance. The good work. Yeah, the good work that He was called to do. So this is a, a journey that has been far more than ten years in the making, and it's not just our journey, right? It's, right. It is a it is a body, and so we, man, the way you honor us, thank you so much. That's so kind of you. Um, but it's really just, it's not about us. And so we want to take a, a minute just to reflect on the, the body that helps make Cause this. Because there's a lot of leaders that have come people. around us to yeah. support this, yeah. too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we, we have an incredible staff, first of all. Um, if you're a director here, stand up because we want to honor you today because you there's make this thing happen. Here, yep. here, here, yes. Mm-hmm. Heather, Heather, thank you. Oh, you got to stay standing. <laughs> yeah, stay standing, stay yep. standing. Uh, Kate's, yep. Kate's downstairs somewhere. And Josh Ritter is And Josh Ritter somewhere. Yeah. yeah. So there's a lot of people that help make this happen. But 
Stay um, standing. Beyond beyond just our directors, we have an we have a team of elders. Oh yeah, the launch team. If you're part of the launch team, OG if you, if you were an o- original launch team member you from like too. Yeah, ten McClays. years ago, all the McClays. There you go. Come yeah, on. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I I had mentioned that we started with roughly 75 people. Stay standing. Stay, Stay standing. standing. Yeah, roughly 75 people, and um, a lot of those people went elsewhere, uh, to, back to Grace Point or other parts of the country, other churches, yeah. but. But they helped um, us get going. Yeah, there's a few people left from the original launch team. Um, and some cool. that came to visit today. And they for this did, occasion, yes. Which is really I love special. that. Yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are an elder and, and you're, you're not, not standing no, up. Stay standing, stay standing, stay standing, friends. If you're an elder, yes. Yes, thank you. No, Eldership what? is no. so important. You're not an elder. You're the launch team. Oh, you're launch team. Sophie is too. Sophie, you got to stand up. Whoop. Sophie was um, a one-year-old. No, she was born. She was born? She was, six, she was like six, six months, months, five yes. months old when this started. Oh. Oh. Okay, keep going. <laughs> Sorry. There's the nostalgia. nostalgia. The nostalgia is real. I'm not okay. Go. Elders, okay. Um, elders. So if you Amazing. work as, a, as one of our high-capacity unpaid staff, stand up. If, you have if you're a on, our website, on our website. Are you on our website? Yes. No, keep Thank standing. You. Stay keep standing. standing. Keep standing. A few people, yes. yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, if you've ever volunteered... At Restoration Church, whether Period. kidsmen or at an event. <laughs> we expect a lot of you. There we go. Ever volunteer. Yes. VBS. Yep. Trunk mm-hmm. or treat, anything. Mm-hmm. You volunteer on Sunday mornings. Every You played the harmonica this morning. you got to be standing. <laughs> mm-hmm. If you've ever prayed for restoration, mm-hmm. I'm, just, I'm hoping that's... Some people just are very hesitant to stand. Oh, there you go. There you go. Or given financially. Or given financially or given of your energy and your time. Here here is the point. Um, This takes a body. Yeah. Right? It takes a body to accomplish all that God has called us to accomplish. And we are so incredibly grateful for every single person. And for how God has put this body together. Yep. It's unique. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You guys can sit down. Yeah. We, Thank you. It's, it's a, Thank you. It's, it's, a, it's a quick experiment to, to show you that it's just, it's not us. It's, it's this body at work together to accomplish what God has called us to accomplish. But we've been reflecting over the last, um, the last several weeks about restoration. And it's been fun to be like, you know, n- nostalgic and thinking back. We, we asked for all the pictures. And so we, we just kind of put this, we were, I was looking through pictures. And so it just brought up so many great memories uh, skip, skip a couple. We're going to come back to that one in just a minute. Skip down. Yeah. Okay. This is our very first worship service. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a Sunday morning, October 20th, and uh, we had 212 people in attendance that day, which is pretty cool. Um, and then we kind of settled down at around 120 the next week or so, but that's still pretty good. So we're, we're pretty excited. Um, you can see that the building was what it was um, still, that a few upgrades have been made even to that. Um, when we got into this building, uh, there was just a lot of stuff. Oh Remember goodness, that? When yeah. we first walked in the door there of this were, building? We just have to say there were pews in here. There were pews. There were not seats. There were pews. Yeah. So, and they got donated to a church what's, in Yeah. What's, what's interesting is that the previous church literally just walked out the door one day and said, here are the keys. Have fun. Well, with, Good luck. yes, with much conversation. Well, yeah. But, yeah. but, but they I'm left saying, everything. They, they, yes. didn't, they, they didn't wipe their computers. They no. didn't, um... <laughs> They didn't do anything. They literally gave us the keys and walked out. And so we had to come in and renovate or restore Clean out. this place. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so you can see, like, even uh, 
this next picture is of our free sale, right? We had a free sale. We put everything out on the lawn, and we just everything hey, from inside the church. It. That's not right, though. That has spring trees. Uh, maybe that's a different free okay. sale. But we did yeah. this for we five years. We did free sales. Yes, we, we did. We did free sales for five years, and we just like, this is a, an expression of God's grace, right? The free. So the first year was all the stuff from this church, and then going on, it was your stuff that got donated yeah. back to the community back for me, free. Yeah. yeah. And then for we decided years, that was too much work. <laughs> so. By the fifth one, literally, because we, we didn't have the morning up. We, this place was chest high. This room was chest high, high, full of stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, then we and it all had to get moved. And then we were like, we're done. Right. No, we're not doing this anymore. Yeah. And now we have, good, but now we have good spring. stuff thrift and that we, we can donate our goods right. to. Yeah. And that yeah. keeps giving into the community. Um, but as Brian mentioned, we mentioned the building, right? So you can look at this picture. It's like one. the reason I bring this picture up, this next one, is because this back wall. Every time I look at this back wall, I'm reminded what God has done to restore this place. Because there used to be like this cross with this faux brick behind it, faux stone. Which was beautiful when it was built. We got to give credit to the years sure. gone by, okay? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. But I was like, Edison bulbs, pan, like we had, we had upgraded. Yeah, you had fun doing That's that. That's we did. Yeah, we did. Mm-hmm. But I think of every single inch of this building has been um, touched By many because of, of yeah. many of you and your volunteers and your financial gifts. So thank you so much. Um, I was looking through these, these, um, sh- these pictures and I saw all the t-shirts that were represented. We have oh. so many restoration t-shirts. You can go to the, and these are just a sampling of them, right? But like for every occasion we had a shirt made. You've actually slowed down on that a little bit. We have bit. slowed quite a bit down, yeah. Anyway. And um, okay. actually, there is a quilt outside that um, we had made of 40 different restoration T-shirts. Is that Step Wood? That that yeah, Step Wood. Yeah. So. You can take a look at the uh, That's kind of like a picture, uh, a photo opportunity outside, so that's kind of cool. You can use that. Um, Treehouse came in 2016. Mm-hmm. I was the youth pastor, the worship <laughs> pastor, and the preaching teaching pastor uh, for the first several years of this church, and then... We invited Josh and Ann to come up from Virginia, and they started Freehouse, and it's been an incredible blessing. Thank the Lord they said yes. Thank the Lord they said yes. Um, you were commenting about how looking at pictures of our little ones. Oh, yeah. What do you want me to say? I don't know. What do you want to say about that? Uh, so VBS has grown That's significantly. That's the first, very first VBS. This is, the very, this is all the kids that came yeah. to the very first VBS. Mm-hmm. It's grown significantly. We have a couple more VBS pictures. VBS has grown Little by little, we don't have every year represented here, but you can see as like every year goes more and more. We even we had 154 kids one year at VBS. Awesome. Mm-hmm. It started with 26 kids, so that's pretty cool. Um, but you were you were commenting just about how we we wanted a church. One of our dreams was to start a church that was going to bless the next generation, yeah. right, and to empower the next generation to love Jesus and to be on mission for Jesus. And uh, looking at these little kids, I'm, like we were coming, like Ethan and Sophie. Sophie was a one-year-old, a, a little baby. Yeah, now she's 10. We had an epic Christmas pageant one year. One year, and one then we were year. done. One year, and we were done. Unless somebody wants to bring it back. Unless someone wants to bring it back, but that was yeah. so much fun. Looking at That's little good. Sophie as Mary, I was just like, this is so precious. That's Max. He's very little, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we've done so many events over the years. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is just... We I can't I didn't I forgot movie the nights, fact that we did movies parades. for several seasons. Welcome Christmas. We brought in snow last year. That was super fun. Uh, we've done so. We had 150 people walk in a Middletown parade one year, uh, just before COVID shut shut that down and killed it. <laughs> they don't do the parade anymore. That's why I say they killed it. Yeah. Well, sure. Okay. Um, what else? We sent a we sent a team to Bolivia. Yes. Do you have that picture? We do. Yeah. This is their commissioning. In the palm trees of our VBS mm-hmm. backdrop. 
That was super cool. And then we were going to do that the year of COVID as well. We were sending, preparing to send another team. Uh, but we have new partnerships with Poland and other parts of the world right now, so that's pretty cool. Yep. Uh, we have baptized 143 people over the course wow. of our awesome. 10 years. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, think that's, I think that's such an incredible testimony of what God is doing here. In a lot of different bodies of water. There are, yeah, yeah. True. Um, and then there's a few things I'd like to, there's a few memories I'd like to repress. One of them, we had, we made a mini golf course. <laughs> and although I loved it and my heart was in it, it was a headache. And so, but that was kind of fun. We, we threw that in the trash a couple years ago. Uh, and then of course. You and your buddy Tom had some fun I mean, building that though. Tom and I. <laughs> it was a good course too. It was, it was, it was really good. It just needed a lot of fixing oh after goodness. every event. Yeah. yeah. And it was yeah. heavy. But okay. And, and storing And storing it. it. There, yeah, it was yeah, hard. A lot of issues but, there. Yes. I mean. Great times. idea. Yes. And then, uh, and then, and then COVID, of course, we just want to re- repress all of that, but a lot of good things happen. Um, we were Except so, for things like this. Well, yeah, we were so, we were grateful for our, our staff went and took pictures. <laughs> and put your and faces, put on, our faces seats, on our seats so, so that we didn't feel so alone when we came in here to make I mean, I was, preach, I was preaching to an empty room every week, literally. And so I at least had some faces out there, which is kind of fun. And some of you are still in those seats. I'm just going <laughs> to say. Oh, yeah. It is true. You and, you, and you get feisty when they're taken by others. I mean, that's, I mean, we know how, we know how it goes. We, yeah. we know, yeah. we know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, all this is to say we want to re- reiterate God's faithfulness through it all, right? Mm-hmm. And so I want to, I want to read just a, a passage here of scripture. I mean, you got it? Yeah, yeah we're good. Okay. This is, um, this is, we're not dedicating restoration today, but this is a passage of, of dedication when Solomon uh, had finished building the temple back in Second Chronicles. When Solomon had finished praying, fire came down from heaven and consumed the burnt offering and the sacrifice. That'd be pretty cool. But um, the glory of the Lord filled the temple. Glory of the Lord. So much of the fact that the people could not even continue on with their duties. But they knelt before the Lord on the pavement with their faces to the ground, and they worshiped and gave thanks to the Lord and said, He is good. His love endures forever. That was their refrain over and over again. He is good. He is good. He is good. His love endures forever. And then they had this giant feast. Like they, they offered 22,000 goats as a sacrifice. We don't have that much food out there. Uh, but I'm glad that, it's that, not goats. I'm glad it's not goats. That was um, oftentimes the, sacri- the sacrifice was in preparation, especially for the Levites to have food on their you table. Imagine the fire because, you would need to like, I can't. I know. Yeah. That's a big grill. That's quite a scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we have a feast. Uh, c- celebration was a big part of the story of the Israelites. Mm-hmm. Celebrating God's faithfulness, remembering that he is good, his love endures forever. What he has accomplished in the past, he's going to do again in the future. That was a really big part of the story of the Old Testament. Um, And oftentimes, like this scene, it was accompanied by food. It was accompanied by a festival. They were called to remember this day in, day out. Uh, They practiced habits. They put things in place so that they would always recall the faithfulness of God. And so in just a few minutes, we're going to invite you to celebrate with us as well as we um, have a party that we've uh, prepared outside. Um, but we wanted to make sure that God's faithfulness was front and center of all of this because God has been so good to us. His love endures forever. And it's going to continue to endure, I believe, because of what he has called us to do. And the story of God's faithfulness, the story of restoration isn't over yet. Um, you, you may know that uh, we, we are um, a church that is working to transform lives. And so we want to share a few testimonies of people who have been impacted by restoration. We're going to invite Brian Forrest first forward. You can go back to that picture of Brian and his yes. family. Yes. Original launch Original team picture. Original launch team picture of Brian and his family. And Mary and the girls. 
Yeah, I'm going to give you this mic. We were younger then. <laughs> and thinner. <laughs> Although I'm working on that. So a family, a family that had been at Grace Point for over 20 years. And I was the chairman of the elders. And why would we leave? Why would we come to Restoration Church? Well, one possibility is that we had for 21 years driven 25 minutes to go to church. And we had lived in Levittown. And this church was only 10 minutes away. And so when this opportunity came, I thought, you know, in 10 years, there'll be 520 Sunday morning services. And every one of those, I'll be able to sleep in for an extra 15 minutes. I mean, let's be honest. I do the math. It's 130 hours of sleep gained by coming here. But that really wasn't the reason, even though probably I did the math once, if you know me. No, it was because, it was because God moved in our hearts to want to come. And initially, there was only one person in that picture that was really heard that calling. And my wife and two daughters were like, but we have friends and we have youth group and we have established everything and why are we going to go do this? But as we prayed about it and thought about it, we came to the decision that we would come. And we didn't know why, I don't think. But we knew that God was calling us to come here. And so I've seen over these years... um, our older daughter, who's shorter in that picture. Actually, she's still shorter. Um, but our older daughter, Sandy, got involved in kids' ministry here. Um, she started assisting in classrooms um, during a dark time in her life. She started teaching in classrooms. She was encouraged to teach. She went back to college. She's doing great now. Uh, she serves with her husband down at Calvary Baptist in Bristol, and they're thrilled to have her. And we saw so much growth in her life. And then our younger daughter who is wearing a bright neon shirt, which would be most appropriate, um, finds herself today working in Arlington, Virginia, and on her own. Um, We saw her grow and mature as she was here. Um, Today she has a strong foundation in God, and we're so, so thankful for what he did in her life and is doing um, as she's found a church now, and we're excited about that. Um, My wife... My wife and I went to Bible college together, and I tease her all the time that we have the same education. I studied to be a pastor, and she studied to be a social worker, but we had to take all the same Bible classes. So everything that I know about the Bible, she knows about the Bible. We went through the same classes. And she always looks at me and goes, yeah, right. I don't remember any of it. And so for 20 years at Grace Point, she went to Bible studies and listened and had good input, but never would ever would lead. But she came here to Restoration Church, and God prompted her to want to lead Bible studies, and so she does. She leads women's Bible studies. She's co-led starting point with me. So much growth. But for me, what has God done? Well, I grew up as a Christian. I literally have been a Christian for 50 years. I was as far back as I can remember. I got saved when I was probably about four years old, and my mom led me to Christ. And I came to Christ because... I learned a little bit about what hell was, and I learned a little bit about what heaven was, and I wanted to go to heaven. That was a pretty easy decision. But, you know, for the next at least 10 years, 
I didn't care anything about what anybody else did. I knew that I was safe, and I knew that my parents were safe and my brother. We were good. We were going to heaven. That's all that mattered. And then in my teenage years, God started to work in my heart and prompt me to go to Bible college and want to become a pastor, which wasn't his design, but it was a good place for me to learn. And so since then, I've been working in a bank. And I'm a very type A personality, right? And I love math. And that means that people get in the way most of the time. Because computers work better on their own. And math always adds up. But in the 10 years that I've been here at Restoration Church, because of the witness of many of you and the generosity that I've seen, God has worked in my heart to explain to me that people are the reason for Christianity. It's not about checking up boxes and adding up numbers and doing all the things that I love to do. It's about reaching out to people. So I asked my wife, what's changed? What's changed in me? And she said, you're a little more compassionate and a little more of a people person. Not that you're compassionate, but you're a little more... but you're a little more compassionate. And I think about the fact that God has changed me, and that's why I'm here at Restoration Church. And what do I hope for the future? Well, futures to me are numbers. And I love, I love the hymn that says, we'll have 10,000 years to sing his praise. And so I look forward to a 20th anniversary and a 100th anniversary and a 10,000th anniversary to celebrate with all of you, not here, but someday in heaven together. So let me invite Tim to come up and share his story. Thanks, Brian. Hi, I'm Tim McCleary. Um, <laughs> yes. Wow. Who's that guy on the, the right there? I don't know. Ooh. Uh, so we've all changed, right? So I grew up in Levittown. My dad was a pastor uh, growing up. Uh, actually, in the video you saw earlier, uh, one of those uh, uh, vid- parts of that video was the, the church. My dad was a pastor, and I crawled under the pews of when I was a kid, and you know, I knew that church inside and out. Um, eventually, my dad left being a pastor and, and uh, took on another career, uh, and we ended up at Grace Point. Uh, in the early 90s as a, as a teenager and, um, you know, was there and uh, Dave <laughs> invited me uh, at, at one point to become an elder. And I, I thought about it, prayed about it and said yes. And they said, oh, by the way, I'm leaving. So, you know, <laughs> as he's leaving, I'm coming in as, as a part of the elder team. And it was uh, a great time um, with Brian and many others. Um, you know, and we had this vision, uh, and it, it just seemed like a far-off vision of starting this church. And then, it be, you know, money was raised, and and dreams were were laid in place. And and uh, next thing we knew, we had um, a discussion with some people about this place here in Levittown. Like we were trying to figure out where are we going to start this church, and and this place opened up. And I knew of this church as a kid. Um, you know, it was one of the other churches my dad had, you know, uh, contact with, with the pastor and, and other things. So 
um, it was just an interesting, you know, mix of worlds, right? Um, but I, one of my fondest memories is walking through this church and, like, seeing all the different things, you know, just uh, it was a well-used church, you know, been here for, for decades, and here it was going to be ours, you know, and and then all the work that we put into to making this restoration, right, with the restoration work we put in. And it was very fitting for us. You know, we were doing all this work, and we didn't know what to expect. We didn't know who was going to come. We didn't know what was going to happen. Um, but we did it anyway, and it was excitement. There was a buzz, you know, just kind of, you know, figuring out the maze of rooms below us that was here originally, if everyone remembers that, um, you know, that aren't there. We have a, a beautiful space down there now. Again, part of that restoration. But um, I wear this shirt. This is my favorite. Um, it's my favorite shirt. So I think it represents all of us, you know. We have messy love, you know. That's the love that we need to have. And that's, that's one of the ways that I've grown, you know, I think like Brian, I can relate to a lot what he said. You know, I was very much about, you know, knowing the Bible and knowing, you know, how I was supposed to live and, and expecting others to live that way. But I've learned that um, love is what's more important. You know, that God's love for me, you know, is it's not me following the rules. It's he did it all for me. Right. And. And I wanted that love to be expressed to others. And I think that's a, a true part of the DNA here at Restoration is that we love on our community. And we want people to know that love. And we want people to feel like they can walk in here. Because, you know, I'm an elder and, and you know, I, I want to blow this out of the water. If you think that I have it all together, I don't. You know, I'm still figuring things out. Um, I think doubt and questioning is, is a wonderful part of our faith you know we should always wrestle with what we believe and what we think and that's been an exciting part of the process for me and i love that other people have wrestled and doubted and questioned and have have come to love god you know have come to know him and i've been a part of that and and ross when he was preaching in covid he didn't have you know no one in the room there was someone in the room in the back you know, <laughs> so I went through many Sundays during COVID sitting in the back, you know, making sure it was all recorded or streamed or whatever we needed to do. Uh, but, you know, I don't like being up here. I love that other people, you know, do that role well. I love being in the back where Josh and Andrew are right now um, and being that person that makes sure that other things happen. So um, I'm excited about the bridge. Uh, I've been a part of that team, and again, we don't know what's going to happen, but it's exciting seeing that place transform as well. And I just love that um, this is a community where we can be in, where we can love people, and where we can reach them with the love of Christ. So thank you. Thanks, Tim. Yeah, I mean, so much life change, and I am so grateful uh, for all of that and for all the AV people who don't like recognition, but hey, we're going to give it to you, so let's thank them real quick. Um, so Tim mentioned that we have this really, really fun project, so moving you know, past the nostalgia part and into kind of what's happening in the present here, um, we are opening a coffee shop called The Bridge Coffee and Community. 
And the reason why we, we wanted to do this, um, I, I cast this vision in 2017. How incredible is that to you guys first about this idea of like creating a, a space where we could interact with our community because so much of our community has a stigma against a church building or things that happen in things like this, buildings like this. And so they don't want to come into a building like this to get their answers uh, to life's biggest questions, but they'll talk all day in a coffee shop. And so we wanted to create a space where we could begin to build relationships with our community and and so, you know, we started the process dreaming about it, and little by little, the ball started rolling, and it's been rolling really, really fast, and the ball's gotten really big as of late. Uh, but one of the things that I wanted to um, to make sure that we focus on this morning was updating you on where we're at, um, and then commissioning it and dedicating the bridge like Solomon did in Second, uh, Second Chronicles. So I'm going to invite our good friend Terry, who many of you know is the general manager for the Bridge Coffee and Community. I know how much you love being on stage. Oh boy. <laughs> we're so excited, though, for you and for your role um, yeah. and for the bridge, of course. Um, but we're kind of talking about, like, restoration as a whole. And so tell us really briefly in your own words, like, what has restoration meant to you, to your family? What impact has it had? And then we'll talk about the bridge. Um, well, I guess the last couple of years of my life would have looked totally different without restoration. Um, it's been the hardest couple years of my life, um, and I feel like God was working before to kind of get me here to have the support during the hard time. Um, I went to the retreat two years ago with Emily. Um, I say with Emily because she was my roommate, and it was so outside of my comfort zone as far as something I would do. Um, but it was a great experience and it really encouraged me to get plugged in to everybody here at restoration, um, and really like become more of an active, uh, member of the church community. So, cause we had been coming for years before that, but, um, so yeah, what has it done for me? Um, I've been grieving. I lost my father last year around this time and, that whole process just would have looked really different without all of the ways that I was able to connect with everybody here. Um, when I first found out that he was really sick, it was like right around VBS last year. And I was like, all right, I'm not, I can't do this, but I did. And I came and I feel like it just, it helped me get through just seeing the kids faces. And I feel like I got more out of it than, um, than they did, but so anyway, I know this has been a long service, so I will keep going on. But <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's just it's just been an amazing um, place for me these last few years, and I feel like I've really yeah. grown. Yeah, yeah. and and my family too. Well, we talk about how the Stonebergs are family to us all the time, and so like there's that, that bond that we've created. It's been yeah. so fun, but yeah, um, we um, we've been on this team helping to start this coffee shop. Mm-hmm. For a while now. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, I'm I'm fairly new. You I guys have really been know, on this you're, team you're for a, a long integral time. Part of it. So what what gets you most excited about the bridge? Like, as we're uh, getting, I mean, so many there. things, but mainly that. Well, first of all, it's a coffee shop. Like, right. love the idea of, co- of a right. coffee shop, an yeah. independent coffee shop. Um, I lived in Seattle for a while, so uh, that like grew my love of coffee. 
um, but also just the, the community aspect, how we're going to give back to the community, how we're going to be a community space for people. Yeah. Um, being able to reach out to teens, young 20-somethings to come and work at the bridge right. and help them kind of grow and develop. Yeah. Um, and figure out who they are. So, so many. The good it's so going to be, right? Things. The light it's going to yeah. be in this area. Yeah, yeah. we're so excited for that. Um, are there any immediate things that you want this community to know about the bridge, like as the process? Like yeah. we're hiring, for instance. Yeah, we're hiring. We're yeah. we're close. Yeah. Um, so we're 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 in the process of hiring. We had our first interview yesterday, which Woo. is very exciting, and it went great. Um, I think the application has been posted on all the social media, so if you guys could share that with anyone and everyone, um, that would be greatly appreciated. Um, Other ways that you can get involved, we're having um, a few work days. Mm -hmm. um, This coming Saturday. This coming Saturday. And the following Saturday. And the following Saturday from 9 to 12. Yeah. Yeah. We just have like a million tables to put together. And lots of boxes. Lots yeah. and lots of boxes that yeah. need to get gone through. So lots of construction if dust. You, if you want to help make the bridge a reality, um, there are you can go on the app and you can sign up to help us with either one of those days. Um, why do we need to get this thing ready so quickly? Because it's coming. The grand it's opening. opening is coming. Do you want to say it? Are you, are you, do you want to say it when it's like opening? Is that like, are you excited? Yeah. Are you nervous? Yes, November I'm really. November 25th. 25th. So that is, of course, barring a few hiccups and, you know, the Board of Health and other things. So. Yes, yes. We've got to get through those processes, but for sure. And yeah. here's the thing. We have, two, we have two service days for our community and for Restoration, November 18th and 19th, here at Restoration and in our community uh, as part of our Be Rich campaign. But if you come and help, you'll get a coupon to go over to the bridge that day and be part of our soft opening. So you can test out all the products. So that's an incentive to yeah. help us get some things done around here so yeah. we'll tell it'll tell you more about that yeah yeah so come here as part of the service days on the 18th and 19th we're going to hook you up with some free coffee over at the bridge yep and then come to get help a us coffee out with and our come hang out over at the bridge yep. yeah yeah we'll tell you more exciting. about that in the coming weeks but yeah. terry thank you so much we are going to say a prayer of dedication we're going to invite anybody who's part of the team tim melissa caitlin uh sean that's it i guess okay small but mighty uh, this team has fluctuated over the years, yeah. Um, but these people have been persistent for years and years and years to help make the bridge a reality. I, th- I so. feel like it would be appropriate to even put Terry here and put your hands on her. Okay. Because she's the one that's going to be, like, really bringing this home with the help of all these amazing people. But um, Okay, we're going to pray. Want to bow your heads with me. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the strength, the talent, the resources, the network, um, the physical location that you have provided us with the Bridge Coffee and Community. We know that starting and running a business can come with many challenges and obstacles, and we dedicate Terry as the general manager and the Bridge leadership team here to do whatever it takes to ensure that it will be successful in your eyes, God. We realize we need your help to succeed, and we ask you now for your guidance, your peace, and your wisdom. We understand that you will be our strong foundation when things might seem chaotic. Um, So please guide us as we continue to go through each step of launching the bridge in the coming weeks. Please make the bridge a success and protect it and Terry and the team and their families that are supporting them right now um, as they lead us. And I just pray against the forces of evil that are going to try to come against it. 
Um, in the weeks to come, we pray over Terry and the bridge team of Ross, Sean, Tim, Caitlin, Melissa. I pray that you will guide their hearts in the right direction as they make many important business decisions very quickly. We give into your hands the bridge and all that we have put into it, um, all that you have provided for it. We have complete faith in you and trust that you will lead this team to make the best decisions for this business. Please grant them unity of hearts and minds and open minds and hearts to receive your wisdom and the love and the energy they need to follow your signs and instructions. We thank you for your guidance as the bridge is being built and we put our trust in your hands, that you, God, will bless the business, the suppliers, the customers, the employees. May this journey be generous, fruitful, and successful in the days and weeks ahead. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.